At T-Mobile, you don't have to choose between a great network and the best prices. We give you both. Switch your family of three or more from AT&T or Verizon to T-Mobile Essentials, and you'll save up to 50% off your current service and smartphones. Bring your current phones to T-Mobile, and we'll pay them off up to $450 each. Visit T-Mobile.com to find out how to save up to 50%. Up to $450 via virtual prepaid card for eligible device payoff. Allow 15 days. Savings may vary. See T-Mobile.com. Stream us live at Saga960AM.ca. You're listening to The Source on uh, News Talk Saga 960M. And thank you for tuning in, everyone. And thank you for tuning in to all our uh, producers and hosts and different shows that we have. Um, and we do have a lot of variety here. So, I mean, we start things off right in the morning with our captain, uh, with the, you know, Mr. Mike Richards of uh, Raw. And uh, we are 24 hours. And uh, thank you for making us... Um, one of the best stations um, in, in a very short time, so thank you so much. And we have a special guest today in the, in the studio. Um, his name is Raj Paul Brard. Um, he's, he's a very good friend. Uh, he's been uh, one of my sponsors for my, I guess, numerous radio and TV shows in the past for, I don't know, since That's last right. 20 years. Yes, sir. So Raj Paul is um, he's, uh, he's insurance. Uh, he does insurance. He's, uh, he does um, financial planning. Uh, he does uh, estate planning. So we're going to be talking about all that. He's an advisor and a very great friend and a very uh, nice human being. Uh, Rajpal Brard. Rajpal Ji, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you very much. I am good, Avtarji. Thank you so much uh, for the introduction. And By the way, it's Terry over here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Rajpal, you know, I was just thinking when I was driving to the studio this morning, uh, this afternoon, actually. And, uh, you know, when we used to do the uh, Punjabi and the Hindi show. Yes. But you always ended up talking in English, right? And now I said, this is a chance for Rajpal to talk in English. And I have a funny feeling he's going to end up talking in Punjabi. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we do have a lot of listeners who are yes. uh, out there that are non yeah, non-Indians. Yes. So, uh, but what, one of the things that I try to do is, even if we end up talking Punjabi a little bit, I'll try to translate it. And Great. It, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Avtarji, when uh, always friends talk, they always uh, call them with the native na uh, name, right? Exactly. So that's why I call uh, with the Avtar. No, so I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And uh, it's nice to be here. And uh, out there is a nice day. It's, uh, it's sunny day. and free vitamin we're getting. And it's minus six, though. And uh, thank you so much uh, for the introduction. And uh, thank you very much for the listeners. And today, um, I'll uh, give a little bit of introduction about myself. Yes, and, please. That, uh, that was going to be my, my first services. question. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So uh, the beginning uh, of the Canadian um, uh, new experience, I came here in uh, back in 99 in July. Uh -huh. And before that, um, I was in college mm -hmm. uh, when I was being um, uh, sponsored by my sister. Mm -hmm. Actually, I came uh, with my family as a... As a but you came from a, India. Though, like I came from India. Yeah. Yes, I was in India. Uh -huh. I did my uh, bachelor education over there. Mm -hmm. And I was in final year when uh, my sister sponsored my parents. So I came here as a dependent. Mm -hmm. And over here, uh, um, I have to mention my uncle's name, Bishan Gell. He was in insurance industry. For a very long time, yes. Very long time. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, uh, because my background was in commerce, mm -hmm. accounting. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking to pursue in, um, uh, in accounting. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I took some courses and then my uncle introduced me to the insurance field. So I got my license back in 2000. Mm -hmm. And then I did my uh, professional designations that include CLU and CHS, mm -hmm. uh, Charter Life Underwriter. And uh, I did my certification in a certified health insurance specialist. Mm -hmm. So ever since uh, 2000 in August, I've been serving Canadians. It's almost two decades now. Mm -hmm. And uh, in my services, uh, I provide uh, life insurance, mm -hmm. uh, the living benefits that includes the disabilities, uh, critical illness, 
um, health and dental plan and of course uh, people traveling from uh, here to any part of the world or uh, nowadays a lot of people come on super visas or on a regular visa so we do that mm. and uh, including that we do uh, full insurance planning tax planning as well as the estate planning so Rajpal let me ask you this when you came over why did you choose insurance why not say um, and I don't want to be biased when I say this. Why not like a real estate or, or, or another business or financing or just banker, for example? Yes. Why, why insurance? Uh, Terry, the thing is when you, uh, when you come here, you meet up a few of your friends, family, and then you admire them, right? What, yeah. Whatever the field they are in. So basically we get some help from them. Uh-huh. So if you end up in a family that's in business, so obviously they will they will talk about business, right? So we uh-huh. get interested into that field. Uh-huh. So that's how, uh, you know, we came here and we stayed with our uncle. Mm-hmm. So he was in insurance business and uh, he's so. been veteran from the last, uh, I guess over 35 years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how, you know, it becomes your passion. Uh, you, you start liking it. Mm-hmm. And that's how, like, you know, you end up in that occupation or, or that profession. So that's how, you know, uh, you know the, my, my history is. Uh, in, <laughs> in anything that you do, in any profession that you choose, right, Paul, uh, there are some setbacks at the beginning. Yes. Uh, did you also face that? Yes, I was pretty young. I was like 23 when I got my license. Uh-huh. So I did the, the Smallton area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was uh, door to door. I was I was knocking uh, people's door and introducing my services. How was that experience? Uh, that was great. I was like you know pretty shy in first talking to people, and uh-huh. then you know like there's always a setback. Um, you know, uh, um, you know, you get some positive response, you get some negative response because you know when you knock door, people are uh, could be doing their own stuff. Right. People could be busy. Uh-huh. People could be in a jolly mood. People could be, you know, uh, you know. So it's it's the timing. If it's the right timing, you get a positive response, uh-huh. and uh, you know that's what you know. I learn a lot with that because it's a it's a people experience. End of the day, when you're in business, uh-huh. so it's a people business. The people you have to talk to, right? Uh-huh. All your services are are for are people out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, in a in a way, I I, I learned a lot uh, with that experience. Mm-hmm. You get more confident about your services and then um, when you get some negative response so like you know next time you're more prepared about like you know why people uh, you know what people want and why people say that and uh, that's how like you know I learn a lot and then uh, it, it makes you more uh, more um, more uh, you know in, in a way to ability to learn more about your business you know Rajpal, um, being a realtor also um, I, you know, I love going to doors, mm-hmm. but I don't do it. I don't do it often enough. But, you know, yeah. I, I think it's kind of unique. After a while, you start liking it. Yes. Um, I, you know, I've been lucky. I mean, I think I've only been one day. <laughs> but nobody's sick of, you know, the dog on me or anything like that. Nobody slammed <laughs> the door on me. But, uh, yeah, That's I funny. think it's kind of uh, awesome. My next question to you is, Raj, but why is insurance important? Like, I, I deal with you a lot. I mean, whenever I'm traveling, even I'm, I'm leaving for India on Monday, mm-hmm. I just pick up the phone. Yes. Like when I think of insurance, the first name that comes to my mind, I mean, uh, don't mind me saying there's a lot of, my, a lot of good friends out there. I know they're probably going to hate me for t- saying this. But uh, when I think of insurance, the first person, the name that comes <laughs> in my mind is Raj Paul. Because I know you, right? Thank you. So I just pick up the phone and you know that. And mm-hmm. I'll say, Raj Paul, I'm going to Mexico or I'm going to India. Yes. Can you just give me insurance for so many days? I understand the importance of the insurance. Why is insurance so important to us? Especially, uh, Terry, when we talk about, let's say, uh, the travel insurance and let's mm-hmm. talk about the coronavirus. Yeah. Let's say you end up in a city and then, uh, you know, there is a travel advisory mm-hmm. because of the, uh, could be a civil unrest, could be a terrorism, could could be kidnapping or could be this virus, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or could be a natural calamities, for example, mm-hmm. right? And disaster happens. It happens, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. uh, God forbid something happens. You know, you know a yep. lot of things happening. Accident happens in planes, yep. right? So if you don't have the insurance at the time, mm-hmm. 
you are the responsible person in your family, right? So you are the you could be a bread earner. Mm-hmm. You could be a very uh, you know uh, important person. Mm-hmm. Um, you have lots of responsibility for your uh, for your family. Mm-hmm. You might have a uh, small kids; those are in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have lots of uh, uh, you know responsibility in in terms of uh, you know you could you could be a businessman and you have lots of loan basically you have a mortgage outstanding Mm -hmm. so these are uh, the uh, essential duties and responsibility we are performing for our family and if something were to happen and you end up in a place where there is a virus there could be you know uh, any kind of uh, uncertainty there Mm -hmm. so if you don't have insurance you might end up in uh, getting in a hospital and uh, there could be uh, like a tons of bills that you have to be facing uh, and uh, that could put uh, you know uh, your financial planning in jeopardy mm-hmm. so insurance is important whether it could be a travel insurance it could be your own life insurance when we choose these uh, these uh, countries they are great countries uh, uh, they are the biggest uh, capitalized countries but as we flourish in our life, mm-hmm. uh, we have to take uh, certain uh, leverage, mm-hmm. right? Uh, certain loans, mm-hmm. and uh, that's how we grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, nobody has that much of a cash mm-hmm. uh, that we can buy stuff and then you know move forward. So we have lots of responsibility in terms of uh, the leveraging. So we, we we have to feed our family. Uh, kids have to go to go to school for their higher education. And then we have to take care of all those all those responsibilities. So if uh, God forbid something were to happen, so insurance is the only amount, mm-hmm. right? And that could feed your family. There could be final expenses that family has to face after you're gone. Mm-hmm. There could be lots of uh, the the family could be un, uh, under the burden of lot of debts mm-hmm. uh, that the life insurance could take part of. So it's very very essential part of our financial planning. You brought up a very good point, uh, Rajpal, and I do agree with you a hundred percent. You know, I would never uh, leave my loved ones in a crunch. Mm-hmm. Like if something happens, like as you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a very busy and very tight, financially tight society that we live yes. in. And if you really do love somebody, you don't want to leave your loved ones in, in, in a, such a crunch. Not Because it's just very hard to uh, mourn a loss of somebody, some yes. loved one. Yes. But the last thing they need is this financial burden, as you put it. Um, I know of a situation where um, I know a family, their, their uh, son, who was supposed to be getting married in about a month went on a vacation uh, and I'm in Mexico I can say it mm-hmm. and um, there was an accident something happened they just found him on the side of the street next morning wow. and guess what they had no insurance mm-hmm. and I seen that family That's but sad. that family was lucky mm-hmm. you know they had the sources but I mean they had to sell a couple of properties just to take care of their kid yes and, and you know, and they were all, they're, they're older. They're older. Uh, yeah, Terry. There's lots of example in our community. Uh, you know, you might have heard like you know there was a there was a very popular uh, real estate person. Yeah. He has lots of properties, yep. and but unfortunately, he didn't had any insur- insurance on those uh, on those properties. The loan he took. Yeah, like being a professional, yeah, that's so very uh, in, inexcusable. Have, yes, right? yes, people have to fundraise, and uh, yeah, so uh, you know, people face. Uh, lots of lots of uh, pain after if you don't have the adequate coverage so it's it's very essential part of our financial planning so that's that's what we guide people mm-hmm. um, you know there's there's different kind of products there but uh, insurance is not that expensive if we see because no, not, you know no, if, if no, you no. even if you if you take out like one percent of your income yeah. uh, for every month so I think you will be able to cover at least uh, you you should have adequate coverage to cover up your uh, liabilities basically mm. and you know what uh, Rajpal I want to get into different kind of insurance too uh, as to how many different types of insurance there is you want to touch a little bit based on that then I'll ask you questions regarding that yes of course uh, along with the life insurance and travel insurance we talk about so there is a disability insurance we call it a paycheck insurance mm. so if for a reason like you know the person didn't die but he got a sick due to an injury or, or, or a sickness uh-huh. we call it uh, got a disabled for some mm-hmm. reason 
or get uh, like you know heart attack or uh, any sorts of like you know life threatening disease mm-hmm. he's suffering from so we make sure if you have that kind of insurance so we make sure all your bills to, should be taken care of the paycheck you're bringing to your home should be uh, taken care of so that's called living benefits okay mm-hmm. and uh, yeah so so we provide that so basically um a uh, lot of people for example have mortgages here right uh-huh. we, you look you 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 are a real estate specialist yeah and then one side is good people have a lot of net worth they have built up but mm-hmm. on the other side they have like lots of uh, lots of uh, loan as well the way the prices are going up mm-hmm. so we make sure if something were to happen uh, your loans and your paycheck should be taken care of mm-hmm. rajpal just told on to your thought it is a uh, 335 right now it is time for a uh, we'll be back after a short commercial break no radio, no problem. Stream us live on Sunday960am.ca. Back, you're listening to you're tuned into the source on Saga 960M. We're here every Saturday and Sunday from 3 to 5 p.m. And then our shows are being uh, our shows are repeated on Saturday and Sunday from 9 to 11 p.m. respectively. And then on uh, Thursday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. If you miss if you miss an episode, you can also uh, tune into one of our podcasts. So just uh, log on to www.saga960m.ca. And look for the source and uh, just highlight it and you can listen to the podcast uh, anywhere in the world. And uh, thank you for tuning in and thank you for tuning in to all the shows right here on the wonderful station, Saga 960 AM. We are in conversation uh, with Rajpal Broad, who is the insurance advisor, um, financial planner, I call him. And we will be talking about um estate planning a little bit later on. Why is it important? And a lot of, uh, Rajpal has given out a lot of good information uh, regarding the insurance and the insurance industry. Now, Rajpal, you have a couple of designations um, to your title. Um, you have C-L-U-C-H-S. Yes. Tell us what that is. Yes, after a long, uh, uh, when you entered into the uh, insurance industry, basically there is a LLQP exam, they say, uh, while when uh, back in 1999, it was like level one and level two mm-hmm. we used to have. So they have a uh, uh, little change now to LLQP along with that. So that's the basic uh, insurance license you need to basically to uh, provide the insurance services. Mm-hmm. But um, when you have to deal with the professionals, uh, when you have to do the estate planning, retirement planning, so you have to have uh, like a further designations in uh, this field. So mm-hmm. I have CLU stand for Chartered Life Underwriter. Mm-hmm. And then I have the Certified Health Insurance Specialist. Uh, these are the designation uh, which you have to uh, do to further, um, uh, you know, um, uh, serve uh, especially uh, in the business industry mm-hmm. and uh, especially uh, doctors, uh, small businesses, or even the large business people. Uh, they have a complex uh, tax situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need the full financial planning because they have lots uh, more liabilities. Uh, or the obligation uh, than the ordinary, like, you know, the family market, right? Mm-hmm. So this is to tap basically a uh, business market. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, uh, recently, um, Canadian government has uh, changed uh, a, a tax law mm-hmm. uh, where it's, it stands for the passive income. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you are a businessman and you are doing your active business, for example, you are a doctor, mm-hmm. and then you uh, you see your patient, you're serving your patients, and you earn some income. Mm-hmm. So end of the uh, end of the year, you file your taxes, you you get your income out from your corporation for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, whether it could be your salary, it could be through the dividends, mm-hmm. and then you take out all your expenses. 
So whatever the income left after the taxable, that's uh, after paying the taxes, so it's called retained earning in your corporation. Okay. So this is basically people, those who have uh, opened up their corporations. Mm-hmm. So it's called CCPC, Canadian Con- uh, Control Private Corporations. Mm-hmm. So where uh, the government gives some incentive for uh, for our small businesses, it's called uh, SBD, Small Business Deduction Account. Uh-huh. We're up to 500000 of your income, so you have to, uh, you're paying basically a very low tax rate, which mm-hmm. is approximately a 15%. But, uh, but uh, you know, when you, when, you, when you take your active income, mm-hmm. you pay your taxes, you, you take all your expenses out, salary out, and you pay taxes, and that's called your retained earning. Mm-hmm. Now, you got a big chunk of money sitting in your corporation, up to 500,000. So that's basically, we say, like idle money sitting there, right? So right. doing nothing. So peop- what people do is either they put that money into a saving account. Uh-huh. Uh, some people uh, are a little bit of uh, risk-averse people. So, you know, they can take a little bit of risk. They put into mutual funds or, or segregated funds or in real estate, for mm-hmm. example. So that's called a passive income. So whatever the return or whatever the money you earn from those vehicles outside your active income, that's called your passive income. Mm-hmm. So before that, uh, you got to pay the taxes and then you can bring the money into your corporation back after paying the taxes. So that, what, that uh, was the only procedure. Mm-hmm. But uh, since January 2019, mm-hmm. uh, government has changed the tax law. Mm-hmm. So whatever your passive income is now, so if you earn more than fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, so basically up to fifty thousand dollars is the same law. Like you gotta pay the taxes, whatever the. For example, you make hundred and fifty thousand dollars in passive income, right? Mm-hmm. So make a gain. You bought a real estate property, you sold it, and now uh, the net income you have is like a hundred and fifty, for example, right? Mm-hmm. So you pay taxes on that. Right, and the under the new rule, mm-hmm. so it's over fifty thousand. So basically, the government says, if you earn a passive income over fifty thousand, and now that they made hundred and fifty, mm-hmm. so that hundred thousand times five, which is equal to five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So if you make any money of passive income over fifty thousand, mm-hmm. and then times by five, uh-huh. so we will reduce your SBD which is a uh-huh. small business reduction. So where you have to pay, or you were paying only like 13 to 15%, now you gotta be paying in the next level, so it will be all gone. Uh-huh. So instead of 15%, you gotta be paying 26% on that. Right. So that is a big chunk of money in taxes, basically you might end up in paying $70,000 more. Mm-hmm. So for that, in, in order to tackle that, there are a legal way to do it where you could save this like you know unnecessary taxes Mm -hmm. so that what we specialize in that what we guide for our small business people uh, through the life insurance policy Mm -hmm. and that's a legitimate way to uh, basically save those kind of like you know unnecessary taxes which you're paying Mm -hmm. so uh, you know uh, if you sit with your advisor and then uh, he could guide you more about that so you could you could save tons of money you know that, that that's great information you just uh, provided, uh, Rajpal. Uh, I wa- one of my questions was going to be, uh, you know, how you, can you help a small business, yes. and why uh, small business uh, or self-employed people should yes. uh, look into insurance? Yes. And I was waiting for you to get into because one of the things I used to love about you, and, and I'm a big believer in that, is the figures. Yes. And and you just provided those figures. It times. makes more sense. It know. makes more sense, yeah, yeah, because you can relate to them uh, yes. much more easily to those n- numerical figures. Yes, when you put it on paper, so it makes more sense. It makes like, more you know, sense. Yes. Okay, let me ask you this, Rajpal. Uh, um, when, you're, when you're talking insurance with some people, do some people actually feel uneasy about it? Like, for okay, the reason I'm asking that <laughs> is... I think we're mature enough and we do understand yes. that that's reality of life. You know, yes. I just lost my aunt a couple of days ago. And Sorry to hear about that. Yeah, and that, that, that's the reality of life, right? And, you know, I don't mind if somebody comes up to me and saying, Terry, you know, you're getting old. And when you die, you know, nobody wants to hear that word. <laughs> when you die or when you pass on. Yes. You know, do you find that like some people are uneasy about it? 
Of course, it's uh, you know we, we are uh, human beings, right? So mm-hmm. we we have a sort of like you know kind of a reaction to uh, such sensitive thing when we talk about right, uh, especially the death and uh, all sorts of yeah, things. But it's a reality. But nobody but wants to talk reality, about it. That's a reality, and now things have changed. Uh, you know. day to day basis we see lots of people like you know uh, we attend lots of funerals and uh, our lifestyle has basically changed now mm-hmm. uh, there was a time when we didn't had much liability uh, you know uh, behind us so now we have to when we come in these countries uh, we adopt the lifestyle mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so do we have to adapt ourselves uh that what if we have to face all sorts of consequences is there any plan mm-hmm. uh that should cover us uh you know so in how, case of uncertainty so how do you deal with it if somebody is uneasy <laughs> <laughs> i know it's got kind of a, a tough question yes. but um yeah it's i mean it's one of those realities and i think we don't pay enough attention and you know the way i look at it rajpal is when we're traveling especially right uh and i and and i do travel a lot you know we could probably be out there drinking and overspending on our mojitos mm-hmm. but if we put that little bit of money in the side and we had insurance i think we'll be at more ease yes we know we're protected our families protected our loved ones are protected i mean you don't want to think like that but it it is a reality it can happen that's a message out there because mm. nowadays uh, especially thanks to the uh, the social media mm-hmm. uh, people are more aware now mm-hmm. uh, there was a time when uh, you know people people didn't face uh, you know all these kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know consequences mm-hmm. because they were not uh, that much of obligated mm-hmm. uh, now the things have changed mm-hmm. uh, people have more knowledge uh people are more in touch uh you know uh, through the social media mm-hmm. and on a day to day basis uh, they hear all sorts of stories mm-hmm. and what's out there because there was awareness before that people didn't know people mm-hmm. were not that much of educated about the insurance and financial planning mm-hmm. things have changed mm-hmm. and look at our our community now a lot of people are pursuing in this in this business yeah in this career Mm-hmm. uh because there's a potentiality uh people are out there uh, they don't have these kind of plan and then they suffer and uh how many times on radio i've seen like you know we fundraise for people uh yeah, especially in the Indian community that's yeah, right yeah exactly well uh, just a couple of sorry to um interrupt you there right but just a couple of weeks ago there were a couple a uh, couple of young students international yes. students and they were driving a truck yes and uh i mean you know like you said i don't think i don't think they had personal insurance so people had to fundraise for their bodies to be sent back home yes you know? yes that, that's tragic is yeah. there right but is there okay uh, we can talk about when you said our community that means cuz right uh, we're both from the indian community our yes. personally we were both born in india but is there any one community rajpal that you deal with and i know you deal with a lot of different uh, people yeah because it's a it's a diverse uh, environment here yeah. so a diverse community and i deal with the different communities not do you, do you find any one community that's really really gangho on insurance and then another community nah i don't really care about that do you do you find that difference different differentiate uh, not really because uh you know it, it it's the segment of the population you deal with i i mostly i deal with the family market and uh uh my clientele are like you know uh, basically it's 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 up to your age right because uh-huh. i was pretty young when uh, i was in this business uh-huh. So mostly my clients were like you know in the, when I was like in my 25 and then my uh, you know my clientele was in the age of mm-hmm. like 30 to 40 45 mm-hmm. and I deal with like 40 to about 60 65 right mm-hmm. and of course I have like you know senior clients as well mm-hmm. so uh yeah as as everybody's dealing as like a canadian now uh mm-hmm. you know and most of the population now uh it's it's more educated Mm. uh you know and then they understand uh you know uh the value of the insurance and the financial planning mm. so people are doing right uh, right when they come in especially when i talk about the immigration mm-hmm. uh immigrants mm-hmm. so they want to cover themselves uh right. you know and how um 
how are you finding the younger generation now, the younger kids, like the millennials? millennials just, yeah. yeah. Uh, how are you finding? You think they're paying more attention? They're more aware of these? Or not really? Uh, they do. I, I guess, uh, you know, nowadays the population is more mature. When we were like, uh, you know, uh, back then, when I think about when we were in 20s, mm-hmm. we were not that aware of the of the financial literacy. Mm-hmm. And now I, I was reading, uh, one day I was like reading a magazine, uh, which is, um, you know, a professional uh, uh, regulatory body, which we are a member of, uh, Advocates. Mm-hmm. So they, on a, on a, uh, on a monthly basis, they uh, mail out uh, the uh, the magazine, mm-hmm. and I was reading out that the government has started a mm-hmm. literacy uh, education, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and in the high school. And uh, I'm surprised that they start teaching from the grade nine about the uh, financial uh, literacy, which is good. Mm-hmm. So new generation are learning about that, so they are aware of that. We are in conversation with uh, Rajpal Parard. Um, he is the insurance advisor, financial planner. And a estate planner, I should call it, estate planning advisor. We will be touching this with them a little bit later on, but it is uh, uh, 3.55 right now. It is time for traffic. And uh, I am going to be uh, uh, talking to Rajpal right after. We'll be back with Rajpal Broad shortly after our break. Stream us live at saga960am.ca. tuned into The Source on Saga 960 AM. We're here every Saturday and Sunday from 3 to 5 p.m. And then on uh, on a repeat show from uh, 9 to 11 on Saturday and Sunday respectively. And then on Thursday from uh, 8 to 10 p.m. Now, if you miss one of our episodes, you can always check us out, listen to one of our podcasts. Just uh, visit www.saga960m.c and you can listen to it anytime, 24-7, anywhere in the world. Now, I will be missing in action for a couple of months. Yeah, a couple of months. Uh, my sabbatical, I call it, uh, going to India. And uh, Annie Koshi will uh, hold the fort for me uh, while I'm away. So please do support and do support our station. And uh, one of our uh, one of my biggest supporters actually in the past is um, a financial advisor, uh, insurance advisor, estate planner, uh, Mr. Rajpal Brard. And I couldn't emphasize this enough. Um, you know, whenever and Rajpal, I want to thank you on air, and I know I thank you all the time. You're very welcome, sir. And thank ir- you to you. And irregardless, whenever I do a show of any kind. Uh, you participate, and you are you are one of our biggest sponsors. Thank you for that. Now you are also one of the leaders in the community, because not just on in, in Indian community, but uh, I was just talking to you off the air. But um, you ran a marathon, Miss Mississauga. Uh, yes, sir. Last year, actually, I've been thinking about running a marathon for many, many years because. Awesome. Uh, I remember 10, 15 years back, I used to go to gym <laughs> and all I do is treadmill, like, you know, and uh, my focus was like, you know, whoever my neighbor is mm-hmm. and he should get off the, you know, the treadmill the before, butt. before. Get off the butt and get on the treadmill. <laughs> before me. <laughs> and then right, I keep trust running. Trust me, you can say butt on this radio station. <laughs> I have a lot of things, that, you know, my producer kind of gives me dirty looks. You know, she's on the other side of the um, uh, the glass over there. Um, but trust me, I've said a lot of worse things. We're gonna take care of the compliance nowadays a lot. We have right? to, yeah, of course, of course. But yeah, so tell me more about it. Yeah. Yes. So um, all I do is treadmill, and then uh, you know, uh, I met one of my friend uh, who was running a marathon. Uh-huh. Um, he's a Mr. Saga. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he he run actually Mr. Saga. He runs uh, the main Scotia. Mention his name. Uh, Say his name. Uh, his name. Is, is Mr. Singh uh-huh. and uh, he introduced me uh, to Mississauga Marathon uh, because I, I have joined YMCA Mississauga Excellent. and I've been member I was a member since 2000 uh, in the beginning uh, four or five years I was a member then I changed to LA uh-huh. and then now with my family we have a family membership since uh, 2012 YMCA so I like it 
especially I go to Mississauga YMCA. They have indoor awesome. track. They have lots of facilities, and my kids, uh, See, you know, it, it's it's a wonderful thing. Free shoutouts to uh, YMCA in Mississauga. Yes, we support <laughs> there. We we awesome. ce- we celebrate Vasaki there. So uh, the good thing of YMCA is it's it's uh, um, they're well diverse. They mm-hmm. understand, uh, you know, uh, because it's a diverse uh, community. They support us. We celebrate Diwali there. We celebrate Christmas there. Awesome. Uh, we celebrate Eid there. So it, it's I a wonderful. Know that, right? Yes, it's a wonderful place. Uh, I think one day we we should have a like live program from YMCA. Oh, we love Mrs. doing Sagan. that. Our so producer, I'll, I'll put you in touch with her. We love doing live Great. shows. Just last week we did a well, prior to that actually. Yes, we did a live bridal show right from the uh, international center. Excellent. We have done a lot of shows. Excellent. So that's, yeah, yeah, that's that's, a, that's, that's a great place. And thank you for doing that. I really appreciate that. That's very nice of you. Yes, that's my passion. And then he introduced me, and then I ran last year. I ran uh, 10k, mm-hmm. and which was good uh, among 800 uh, participants. My position was 157, and uh, I did my 10k in uh, 57 minutes. So that was proud of bad. that, right? Excellent. Yes, first time. I, I so love it. I have already registered for half marathon this time. So I think it's happening early May. So yep. I'm looking forward to it. I was in this class. You when is it happening? Awesome. That that's very nice. So you're also giving back to the community. That of that's course. one way of giving back. That that's our duty. That's our yeah. Duty. And we yeah. we all should do that. We all should do that. Yes. Uh, Rajpal, I want to come back to um, to what we were talking about earlier. Now we discussed insurance quite extensively. Yes. Now I want to talk about the uh, now you also do the education planning. Yes. Uh, for kids because. Education is very important. Yes. Uh, I don't agree with the, the, the government that we have right now in Ontario, uh, you know, who wants a buck a beer, which never happened. <laughs> I, I don't drink beer anyway. But I do care for the education that's yeah. happening for the kids. Uh, I just don't like the fact that how many cuts they made to the education system. But yeah, the, the, that's besides the point. I had to get that in there. Yes, um, we, we shouldn't be compromising on the education because it's yeah. a it's a essential pillar of our community because mm-hmm. without education. Of any community. Of every community. Yeah. And uh, when we see our communities, uh, you know, we are well diverse here. So yeah, for everyone, yeah. everyone, education is so important. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to, uh, you know, the touch bases on the education planning that would we help parents. Mm-hmm. So the government, uh, the federal government uh, is giving incentive to the family, those who have smaller kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could get up to uh, about uh, $6,600, $6,500 each year, mm-hmm. which turn out to be like $500. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apart from spending on their uh, upbringing, so education is very essential. So where government, when you open up a place, plan uh, as a RESP registered education saving plan Uh so on your contribution basically government uh, uh, contribute another 20% on your money Mm -hmm. so over time uh, you know uh, the maximum money you can put in a year is $2,500 maximum is $50,000 but uh, the grant which is being given uh, by the government, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, they match uh, up to twenty five hundred dollars, twenty twenty percent of the twenty five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So over the year, in eighteen years, basically, if you have contributed forty five thousand dollars of your own, mm-hmm. so you get seventy two hundred dollars from the government, mm-hmm. and then there is another benefit called uh, Canada Learning Bond. Uh, that is, uh, you know, income sensitive. Uh, there's a threshold income that you have to stay under that income in order to qualify for that. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you contributed uh, $45,000, mm-hmm. $7,200 from the government, another 2000 as a Canada Learning Bond. Mm-hmm. As I said, that's a, that's a income sensitive, but still a lot of people, they qualify for that. Mm-hmm. So you get fifty four. Uh, $54,200 mm-hmm. and then with the investment further because we got to invest that money on behalf of uh, you mm-hmm. so uh, the average family for their kids uh, they could save up to 75000 to $80,000 for their post-secondary education and, and as you know mm-hmm. education has become very very expensive Yes. Uh, if the inflation is at 2% uh, the regular inflation mm-hmm. the education inflation is growing at the rate of 10%. So it's getting very expensive. Tuition fees, uh, you name it, uh, the, uh, you know, the books, uh, uh, you know, the college fees has uh, dramatically gone up. And average kid has to pay about $25,000 each year. Mm -hmm. 
and if they are uh, if they are living away from home uh, in a in a boarding school mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's quite a bit of money so if you haven't saved uh, for their education so it's very hard uh, for the average family to uh, you know to cater their needs mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the education expenses mm-hmm. so uh, so we help them uh, save their uh, save for their uh, for their child's education uh, mm-hmm. there are a couple plans in the in the in the market there's individual there's family and um, uh, it's very flexible plan uh, if you enroll in family so for example if one of your kid is already in uh, uh, university or college mm-hmm. pursuing for the post-secondary education now that you know that this child will pursue uh, her or his education and you have to have uh, funds for that mm-hmm. and in family education plan it's very flexible so if you have two or three kids in the same plan mm-hmm. and if you need the funds you can also use as a whole like you know for the other kids uh, you know from from the other kids growth as well mm-hmm. so that way it's very flexible mm-hmm. so we guide people mm-hmm. uh, you know when you when when the government gives you incentive in terms of uh, child um, uh, tech benefits mm-hmm. so rather than wasting here and there anyways we have to feed our kids we have to upbring the kids so uh, just spare $200 uh, you know uh, and some change uh, for their uh, bright future uh, you know uh, in terms of uh, pay, paying their education fees and all mm-hmm. so uh, so this is this is a very essential part yeah uh, the other thing I want to talk about uh, Rajman and thank you for a, a wonderful detailed um, uh, detail uh, of the education plans. Um, the other thing I want to talk to you about is the estate planning. Yes. Now, uh, now one of the uh, the incidents, or, or actually, you mentioned about uh, a realtor. Uh, a guy was doing real estate. He had a lot of properties, but he had no insurance on it. Yes. And uh, and you know that, that that's a big loss. Exactly for um, the family. Basically, what we're what we do is we do with for our family, right? Exactly. And if they don't get it at the end of the day, so that's very unfortunate. Definitely, definitely. So I want to talk to you about a little bit about estate planning. Tell us what is estate planning. Uh, yes, Terry. From the name itself, sometimes we we get misguided that uh, when we do the estate planning, we need to have like a big estate. We should be like a multi-millionaire, or uh, you know, uh, we should have tons of money. And before we do this estate planning, estate planning is important for everyone uh-huh. because in Canada, uh, only your principal residence uh-huh. or some of your money, which is in life insurance, uh-huh. uh, if you passes away, that goes to your uh, next generation or your heirs uh, tax-free. Other than that, if you have uh, saved money in the RSPs or if if you have saved money in saving accounts or um, you have a real estate property, you know, it could be a second house, it could be a commercial property. Mm -hmm. End of the day, when you sell that or uh, when a person passes away mm-hmm. and if he doesn't or she doesn't have a spouse, basically, uh, it will be rolled over to your spouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are certain exceptions in businesses that doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of the property, there is a spousal consent. So basically, it's rolled over to your spouse. On the second spouse, mm-hmm. when they pass away, we have to pay all the taxes. Mm-hmm. And it's regardless... Um, uh, you know, uh, you know, you have to pay the to, to you have to pay the taxes to the to the Revenue Canada. Yes, and uh, because uh, you know, when a one spouse dies, and if it doesn't have the second spouse, so basically it's considered as deemed to be disposed of at the fair market value. So whatever the fair market value of that house mm-hmm. or any property is, and if you have bought that property on a certain amount of money, so mm-hmm. you know the, your capital is let's say hundred thousand and now it has grown to million dollars so basically in between that on that 900,000 mm-hmm. we have to pay the taxes mm-hmm. uh, it all depends like in you know, what kind of property is it a capital gain or is it a dividend income or is it an interest income mm-hmm. so the taxes varies but end of the day you got to pay taxes then only it will be roll over or it will be paid to your hires your your children uh-huh. so if you haven't made any planning uh-huh. at the time mm-hmm. so basically and that's a big chunk of money mm-hmm. and without your without your uh, heirs or without your children if they don't pay their taxes it won't be roll over to them 
them. It it won't be sorry paid to them, mm-hmm. and uh, and also and in some situation it could part uh, it could become part of your estate, mm-hmm. and where it could be liable for their creditors as well. Mm-hmm. So we have to have a estate planning where a life insurance pays a essential part uh, because the life insurance proceed always pay tax free, mm-hmm. and uh, with that proceed you have to see. Mm-hmm. Overall, how much is your cost? Mm-hmm. So through life insurance policy, uh, you could be paying very minimum uh, cost to serve that capital gain or to serve that uh, the tax issue or the tax liability you have towards the Revenue Canada. Rajpal, just hold on to your thought. I'm going to continue my uh, conversation with you. I am going to take a short commercial break, and you do too. Do not go away. Join us back here. Stream us live at saga960am.ca. Okay, we're back. Uh, you're listening to The Source on Saga 960 AMR, which is aired every Saturday and Sunday from 3 to 5. We're on repeat from... Um, 9 to 11 on Saturday and 9 p.m. to 11 on Sunday. And our show can also be heard on a repeat on Thursday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Of course, if you do miss an episode, uh, you can also tune into one of our podcasts. We are available 24-7 anywhere in the world. All you have to do is just log on to www.saga960m.ca. Now, any show that you want to listen to, wherever you are, you can log us in anytime saga960m.ca and if you want to write to us uh, you have any opinions regarding any of our shows or any of our hosts you can um, write to us at info at saga960m.ca we were in discussion with um, a, a wonderful guest today uh, financial advisor, uh, insurance advisor. We talked about estate financing. We talked about uh, 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 kids education, education plans. Planning. Uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, Raj Paul Brown. Raj, uh, before I let you go, um, I want to talk about beneficiary. Being a beneficiary, uh, how important is being uh, of having a beneficiary to it's, your policy? It is, it's a very essential part of a life insurance policy, uh, Terry, uh-huh. because without beneficiary, if something were to happen, that's all, uh, you know, we, we have bought uh, the life insurance policy. That's, that's, that's for everything is, beneficiary is a very, very essential part. Yeah. So make sure uh, when we assign a beneficiary, beneficiary is the person who gonna receive the proceed, who gonna receive the insurance money after uh, the insured person passes away. Mm. So it's very important uh, in whose hand the money is going to and if it's, uh, uh, you know, even going because uh, uh, this is essential part because the thing is, if the, your beneficiary is minor, for mm-hmm. example, your children, if they're not 18, uh, they're not going to get the money until they are of uh, major age. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure uh, either you put some trustee or executor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, usually when we uh, deal in uh, family market, so basically your spouse, uh, or your near and dear ones are beneficiary. Mm-hmm. And there should be a secondary beneficiary, so after your spouse, so basically that's our children. Mm-hmm. So if the children are minors, so make sure uh, there should be a trustee or the executor assigned so that in case, um, you know, God forbid something happens, uh, the uh, the person uh, passes away prematurely mm-hmm. and the uh, proceeds gonna go to kids and the kids are minor, they're not gonna get, so if you have assigned a trustee or a beneficiary, mm-hmm. so uh, the in-trust account will be open in, uh, in, in a bank, so, and then, uh, you know, uh, you know, in your will, basically, uh, there's another part, so mm-hmm. uh, will is also important, so there you could uh, give your uh, uh, discretion Mm -hmm. uh, your suggestions uh, or your remarks like how uh, the money should be given out to my kids Mm -hmm. uh, if they're going to be in the college for example their fees should be paid up and then certain money should be given to them and then when they complete their school Mm -hmm. a certain amount of money should be given to them and then if they get married and all those discretions you can put in a well Mm -hmm. and then your trustee will take care of that Mm -hmm. Uh, so in trust account with your kid and that trustee will be open and then you make sure that your kids 
you know, uh, the obligation should be fulfilled. So if you haven't assigned any trustee mm -hmm. for your minor uh, kids, so money won't be passed on to them mm -hmm. and uh, they might be suffering by that time because they need, uh, uh, you know, money for their upbringing, for their education and for day-to-day -day living uh, expenses. So make sure you check your beneficiary and, um, uh, you know, if you haven't have a secondary beneficiary, uh, you should add a secondary beneficiary and, and if your beneficiaries are minor, so make sure, uh, you know, uh, either a trust or, uh, or or a trustee should be named mm -hmm. uh, so that it should be, this, this uh, issue should be taken care of. Um, can you change the beneficiary, Rajpal, or, or is, is that advisable? Should very, you very good question, Terry, because, um, you know, uh, it, it's our life and life events happened, uh, you know, uh, people could, uh, you know, uh, end up in a divorce. Mm -hmm. So at the time, it's a very, very, very good question you have asked. So um, there's one example, for example, a, a person get divorced, he remarried or she remarries, and then he or she forget to change the beneficiary on the life, but he did change in the in your will. Mm -hmm. So basically, the life insurance beneficiary will supersede mm -hmm. your will. So make sure when you change your beneficiary in the will mm -hmm. so make sure you inform your life insurance company that you my beneficiary should be changed accordingly mm -hmm. otherwise that proceed will still go to your uh, your your ex or or the beneficiary on the file so make sure it's it's very important mm -hmm. and then there's a revocable and irrevocable beneficiary so when you put a revocable beneficiary anytime you can change it uh -huh. but in certain cases we have to put the irrevocable beneficiary uh -huh. so that uh, uh, without the consent of the beneficiary, you can change anything in your life insurance policy. So uh, while you change anything, uh -huh. if it's an irrevocable beneficiary, mm -hmm. so you have to uh, get the consent of the irrevocable beneficiary as well. Mm -hmm. So in, in, in certain, uh, for example, uh, if a person get divorced and uh, his spouse, ex-spouse need a life insurance uh, because he's providing them the spousal support or the children in the child support mm -hmm. so in that case you know sometimes by law you have to keep that policy so they make your ex-spouse as irrevocable so that you don't change if you make any changes so you need a consent from the irrevocable beneficiary mm -hmm. so make sure it's it, it's very essential part and then yes beneficiary could be changed answering to your uh, question mm -hmm. and uh, we have to make sure it's uh, proper beneficiary should be assigned. Yeah. Um, also, talking about insurance uh, on the side, uh, Rajpala, wills. Yes. Like, uh, how important is making a will? And when, when should a person make a will? Will is very important. Uh -huh. uh, and uh, will is basically your desire when you pass this away uh -huh. and how your asset should be distributed. And not only will, there's also important part uh, plays in power of attorneys, basically, mm -hmm. right? Power of attorneys could be could be for the things, mm -hmm. could be for your assets, mm -hmm. and power of attorney could be for your health as well, because sometimes uh, things happens and you end up in a hospital, for mm -hmm. example, and then you, uh, you are incapacitated, you can make your decision of your own, and then there should be a person assigned by you mm -hmm. if you have that living will or, uh, or, or, or a power of attorney mm -hmm. uh, in, uh, you know, in case you get incapacitated. So mm -hmm. basically that person should, mm -hmm. uh, you know, address your issue or could take a decision on behalf of you. Mm -hmm. So wills are your desired once you pass this away. So how your assets should be or how your things should be uh, distri distributed according to your wish. Mm -hmm. So it's very important. And in some cases, if we don't have a will, and a person passes away and you don't have any trustee or executor, so it's been assigned by the court mm -hmm. and there could be a hefty charges for that. It could be like three to four percent of your asset that could be charged by the trustee or, uh, you know, if you have been assigned. So will is a very, very essential part of our life as well. So uh, we have to make a will and mm -hmm. then. Yes. So, uh, a lot of good points are, and I was just picking your brain, and I didn't, and you gave a lot of detailed, uh, very very valuable information, Rajpal, and I want to thank you for that. Um, why is it important to have trust in your in your in your insurance uh, advisor or your financial uh, financial uh, sorry financial advisor? Financial planning. Why is it so important? 
Yes, because, you know, especially for the kids, uh, you know, if we have lots of facets, for example, something happens. So kids, they're going to be minor. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could understand. And if you give out um, like a tons of money or a big chunk of money to 18-year-old person, mm-hmm. and I, I don't doubt their ability or, uh, or their intellectual, but, uh, you know, things happen because when you are in this age, basically, you don't know, uh, you know, the that much of value of the money. So, the money could be blown out uh, mm-hmm. easily, right, and mm-hmm. soon, and which we which we have planned for, like you know, so that it could be it could be serving their life purpose. Mm-hmm. So, in that situation, uh, trust could be made. Let's say. If you make a minor beneficiary mm-hmm. and instead of making a trustee, so you can also make a will and mm-hmm. then in that you can you can put up a trust as a beneficiary and in trust you could give a discretion uh, suggestion mm-hmm. uh, for that trust that, you know, if something were to happen, so this will money, this money will belong to that trust and that in from that trust. Mm-hmm. So basically the the income mm-hmm. should be given uh, to the beneficiary and there will be a capital mm-hmm. and that could be given to a spouse or you know this could be or there could be a handsome trust made f- especially for uh, the physical challenge kids right mm-hmm. if they have disabilities and then we know that they have um, you know a very important um, uh, you know our responsibilities uh, you know should be there mm-hmm. uh, so that uh, they, they, their needs should be taken care of so we can open up a handsome trust and in that for our uh, you know uh, the physically challenged kids, uh, its it, it's, uh, its demand should be taken care of accordingly, right? Mm-hmm. So trust is—it's—it's it, it's important, mm-hmm. and that will solve a very, very good purpose in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Rajpal, I know this might be a little bit uh, difficult question to answer. So if somebody is looking and they don't have uh, insurance, mm-hmm. and they want insurance broker, they want a, or, or insurance uh, salesperson, what are the things they should look for? And I know it's yes. hard. I'm kind of putting you in the spot. Yes. Uh, yes. Of course, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, you know, a salesperson, when we mention salesperson, uh-huh. yes, uh, the insurance are being sold, but uh, they are now, uh, you know, the clients are served according to their needs. So right. make sure you see advisor, whoever you're dealing with, mm-hmm. uh, that should be long enough in the business. Mm-hmm. They should be able to provide the referrals. And, uh, you know, uh, the person should have, uh, uh, you know, the, the proper credentials. Mm-hmm. They should have a certain designation to serve specific needs of the in, in, in particular segment mm-hmm. of the community. Uh, it could be for, for professionals, doctors, business people. And make sure that, uh, you know, there should be a service. It's not like one-time sale type of thing that somebody sold a life insurance uh, to you and then tomorrow you need a services. Uh, you might have to change the address. The, 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 that there should be a proper services right. provider that you know you can contact them. They should be easily awesome. uh, you know ac- uh, accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are uh, uh, you know uh, their credentials should be there. They should be uh, they should be professional. And uh, yes, after sales service should be there. Mm-hmm. So all these things you have to interview the person first. And if you like it, if your chemistry matches, yes, go ahead and uh, deal with the person. You are a phone call away. For me, yes. at least, I, and I, and you know what, I can't promote you enough, right? Well, I, as I said before, no matter where I'm traveling. All I have to do is I don't even ask you for the price. You come in and say, I'll say, Rajpal, I'm going to India. I'm going for thanks for and, that trust. And you'll say, okay, for how many days or how many months? Yes, this many. Or I'm going to Mexico. Or I'm going, to, mm. and you'll come back to me saying, Terry, you know this is what it is. That's it, done. That's the you know, trust. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I can only recommend you because I know you. I've dealt with you. Yes. And uh, and and uh, I think the advertising uh, word of mouth next to radio, of course, uh, <laughs> is, is probably the best uh, thing. And I just want to thank you for the service that you have been providing. That you've been just wonderful, wonderful. Thank you and so I much. And I can't recommend you enough. So if people want to get hold of you, Rajpal, you're most welcome. Give your uh, we've got about 
40 seconds left in the show. So give your telephone number, your email address, your social media. Yes, my direct number is 416-917-1456. 416-917-1456. And you could email me info at rajpalbrar.com or visit at www.rajpalbrar.com. And uh, my office is, uh, as uh, you said, from the last two decades almost, yep. I'm sitting uh, almost the same place. And uh, you could reach me. My phone number was since then. It's, it's a one number, direct number I have. One more time, the telephone number. Uh, telephone, 416-917-1456. And I'm situated at 2355 Dairy Road East, Unit 29 in Mississauga. Rajpal, thank you so much. That was a wonderful information that you gave. I really appreciated it. And I'm sure my listeners also appreciated it. Thank you so much. And thank you for coming down. Thank you for Stay having blessed. me. And thanks for the listeners. That was Rajpal Brad. And that's it for me, folks. Uh, I'll see you in a couple of months. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Have a good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Stream us live at Saga960AM.ca. At T-Mobile, you don't have to choose between a great network and the best prices. We give you both. Switch your family of three or more from AT&T or Verizon to T-Mobile Essentials, and you'll save up to 50% off your current service and smartphones. Bring your current phones to T-Mobile, and we'll pay them off up to $450 each. Visit T-Mobile.com to find out how to save up to 50%. Up to $450 via virtual prepaid card for eligible device payoff. Allow 15 days. Savings may vary. See T-Mobile.com. At T-Mobile, you don't have to choose between a great network and the best prices. We give you both. Switch your family of three or more from AT&T or Verizon to T-Mobile Essentials, and you'll save up to 50% off your current service and smartphones. Bring your current phones to T-Mobile, and we'll pay them off up to $450 each. Visit T-Mobile.com to find out how to save up to 50%. Up to $450 via virtual prepaid card for eligible device payoff. Allow 15 days. Savings may vary. See T-Mobile.com.